Hi everyone. This is the first attempt to try to tuning in so that I can receive more information about a specific subject. I was inspired by the concept of mud fossils that they, they are all these big stones or rocks that they look like biology. So I decided to do a session and see what I can find out of this channeling session. So anyways, uh, I hope you can enjoy. Thanks. Greetings from the Ancient Ones, the Titans. Some of you know us by the name of the Titans, some just Ancient Ones. We have long moved into a different state and form of existence. This is the great cycle of life and evolution that every group calls civilization or a system of life is destined to move into a higher state of existence. It refines itself to move into a further complex system. You may assume that some preceded us, but you will be incorrect. The matter of being correct or incorrect is in the minds of man, however from your points of view from where you are. The cycles of life are indeed cyclic. That is to say, the cycle has a point where the tail meets the head, but extending these two points to get a line, you will see that there is a beginning and the end. Where the end is indeed the beginning and the beginning is the end. This implies that we are at the beginning, and the end, there is the point where we were at our apex and that we were at our lowest. This implies that your future generations will become us. To start the cycle again. These cycles however loops around in a spiral, ascending higher where whenever you meet our era it is the time of transformation and new life. It is the age of ascension. We were the predecessor of this reality. You are a reconstruction of what we once were. You are beginning to see some evidence of our existence. We existed before the new system of life was created, and this system that you exist upon is something that grew out of our end. That is to say, you are more on the build type than the natural type. Your nature is not as natural and original as our existence was. Our form of existence is different, therefore your perception and concepts are of that reality, the physical reality. If we bring concepts from higher dimensional realities it becomes almost impossible to portrait our message to you. Therefore all symbols, words, icons, and representations on this message can only be used as a guide, insight, and an idea that will elevate your understanding and awakening. You should not take word for word but as an insight. Then as you ascend, as you raise your awareness and recite these messages you will understand further with higher and deeper meanings until you fine-tune and get the clear message of what is being presented here. In a lack of words and explanation, I can tell you that. We were the results of conscious activities. As you see water transforms itself into plants, or rather it permeates through all living matter, but remains to be water. It leaves its trail of life on its path. As you can note that wherever there are greens, there is the presence of water. This is but a mirror of what is happening in deeper dimensions where water is the substance from the energy that animates all. And water is the source of all physical life. This means of water giving life so did this consciousness formed us. This consciousness, this spark of life is the eternal current. And changing almighty eternal current. This eternal current is the source of life and eternal consciousness. It is the spark Christ spoke about. The kingdom within. It is that which you all shall seek to elevate yourself. The yogis of India ascend through yoga. And Buddhists ascend through meditation. Essentially it is one source yet individuated and personalized internally. We are both seeking to expand through traveling inward. As it is that which thrusts life force from within, you understand that hydrogen is believed to be the first element. The difference between its descendants is the increment in the number of protons and electrons. Therefore, 
They are all hydrogen, just the difference in degrees. You see hydrogen as a gas is also water. Just that it is water perceived from a distant point of view. The chemical reactions and combination is the only next logical step, as would the pupa turn into larvae. As some laws and principles predict these elements, then the maturity of this physical matter is a simple biological life form such as cells. Why is there a pattern between the proportion of electrons, the electron orbits, and the mass of protons? It is exactly this that there is an underlying pattern that holds the physical reality into what it is. You can't have an atom with five electrons in one orbit. But this hydrogen did not begin as hydrogen. It must have started somewhere where it was not a matter, but pure energy, a vibrational frequency ejected from a mind substance which accumulated to represent itself as this pattern of an atom. So you find out that all hydrogen is the ancestor of all physical matter, and therefore all physical substances are hydrogen and have an obscured hydrogen. There is a pattern on which these elements form because there is an underlying energetic principle that predicts what element will manifest next. These principles and pattern is the unfoldment of that flower of life, where the interaction of energy stabilizes the physical form of matter. In a broader scope of things, there is no difference between that which exists and that which doesn't. After all, non-existence is a concept too. You must first have that which exists to differentiate that which does not. We are part of the consciousness, but we have our identities. The cycle of life and death is only like a pulse of inhaling and exhaling. While we are alive the consciousness has ejected us into individuation. We experience a sense of separation. Then we are circled back to the ocean of infinity consciousness. It is similar to the ocean but not on the spatial conception. When we dive back we are regaining that spark of life. We bring back all that we experienced, and hence this consciousness expands. The concept of expansion implies that it does expand into something else, like water eroding the rock or the dirt or something of that nature. But it is never like this. Every individual has their inner world where this world is that ocean of consciousness. It is rather odd because it is a personal world but still connected to all there is. Your existence depends on externalities, meaning your bodies require sunlight plants, and space to reside. Ours was different because we were the primes. We were the first to explore this form of existence, this physical reality. Therefore our biological forms were fundamentally different. A titan would not exist in the type of world you live in right now because we would not have enough space to be hosted. While you depend on these external supplies to exist, every one of us has its celestial layer. A celestial layer. It is not that each human being doesn't have this layer. They do have it but there are some cases that it is inactive, where the individual has deactivated it for the purpose of coming to those dimensions. This happens where they leave their celestial instruments at the gates, so they are deactivated and lay dormant. They then come to this world as normal humans to do their mission. Once they complete their mission they then get it back to ascend to where they came from. And some who came earlier in the ancient times to your dimension had fused with others, that they share one celestial layer where it can't sustain them. So it becomes damaged and eventually diminishes away. Where you find entities begin to ravage and invade others. They first come as innocent in needs. It is natural for each life to need to help those in need, but because the destruction of this layer is the result of the fall it is by consciously choosing to live in a certain way. Once invited into others' celestial layers, they begin to contaminate and corrode these layers. Little by little, 
then the environmental pollution becomes eminent and a noticeable disaster. This was the reason that no being is allowed to come with such a layer to your dimension. It might bring more harm than good to the existing societies. Gods and other entities has this layer. This is because we came from inner dimensions. And therefore this layer provides all that is required for a soul to live as long as it wishes. So look on the event where a life wants to nourish itself. It will need to look outside itself for such things. But a titan doesn't even require to nourish itself every often because it is an internal mechanism that takes care of itself. Not only for the purpose of food but also the purpose of energies. A titan has its own inner suns. We call it the inner sun not because it is inside but because it is where their selves reside. This inner sun in most titans would be seen as a halo, or revolving orbital light slightly adjacent to the top of their heads. It is these inner suns that would show their moods. If they are angry they would change into fiery color red. And if they are happy you would see it sparkles. Besides this inner sun, their celestial layer has a glowy envelope around their bodies. These sheets of glowy light are impenetrable. But there are passages that open and closes. These are what has diminished to appear as chakras. When these passages open a titan would be able to fuse intimacy communication with another being. A titan never had a gender nor did they have a difference between plants, minerals, water, or animals. A titan behaved just as everything we see is separate from us. Your physical existence began as an experiment. We use the word experiment because it assimilates the same phenomenon at that time. There was no such thing as big or small, time, distance, heavy or light. These came later as we experienced this physical world. We came as clouds but because of the nature of consciousness we manifested a body with limbs and head. These bodies didn't have a permanent form because they could change from one form to another depending on the interaction and moods. It began as one singular living entity but as it moved around it split itself. This is why in the very early stages of human development all cells begin to split after the initiation of the spark. The first titans manifested themselves as the primal elements. The four elements, these four elements conjoined or were joined together by the fifth element. Through interactions, they created new titans, and this was how everything began. The entire cosmos was filled with water. It was fog, ice, snow, and water. Because the cosmos was boundless so were the titans. They never had any limits to their sizes or age. The question of reproduction was very simple. If they break a limb or leg or split into pieces, these pieces became a yet smaller version of that titan. The cosmos was teemed with life. If you make anything out of clay it becomes alive. At that time life was abundant. This is because the ocean of consciousness was alive. The rhythmic cycles of life. There is a cyclical rhythm in everything. There is a season when everything is in a stage of infant and youth, maturity, dead, and germination. All these stages happen within a fraction of a second to the entire lifespan of a cosmos. Even micro-worlds have their own life cycles. The period in which your people live in the mid-season between completely being dead and germination. Questions and answers. Question. You said we are more of the built type than natural. And that our nature is not as natural. What do you mean by that? Answer. You were reconstructed from our principles. What you regard as the natural world is a product of what we were. It is like taking what is broken and patch it up. That means the universe or reality that we existed, since there were no rules or concepts, the things that we created. The concepts and principles that we used are the fundamentals of your makeups. This is why I mean you are more connected to us than you realize. You are like our children with the images of our creation. How we exist in your universe is how the principles are. 
So your reality is based on our experiences. You are wondering who then scavenged the remains and created you. It is a combination of both, the so-called natural occurrences, and others who are like remodelers. They fancy the design and decided to play with it. You have software developers in your world. Then there are teams of tinkers and modders. This is the same principle. There were others that watched what was created. They then took the code and modified it. But for our origins, we were left as a free flow to take life on its own course. So are you saying that there are other universes built on different principles and rules? The soul exists in a we can't really say state or place. But let's just say that it exists everywhere. The state of nothingness and all. This is where anything is possible. The principles of the universe are not in a way all there is. They are just based on the initial point of origin. This is how the soul has created it. So you could have so many universes with so many different principles that violate each other's universe's principles. For this reason, I would say for those who are truth seekers, good luck on that one. As the truth is relative to its origin. Question, how long are these cosmic rhythmic cycles? In terms of our cosmos. Answer, your cosmos is in mid-size compared to the largest cosmos. The largest cosmos is two cosmos higher from your cosmos. They are only five cosmos in total, and these cosmos are tiered based on the elements of the universe. So your cosmos is of dust, earth element cosmos. Most of the precious things have been preserved in your cosmos. Even as we speak there are precious things preserved into the lives and minds of current humans. And these humans are not even aware of what is preserved within them. In terms of age and size, it is something of a relative. As you step from the higher, bigger cosmos, time and space behave differently. They behave in a non-uniform manner. So if we base on your definition of time, your cosmos completes one season of a cycle within 67,073,000 years and the complete cycle takes around 240,000 years. Question. So if I understand you correctly, you are saying that these rhythms are based on one civilization to another. Or what exactly are they? Answer, these rhythmic cycles are of slightly finer octave than that of your physical reality. It is not that the existence of your universe has these small cycles. But the existence of certain age and time, the mental concepts changes according to these cosmic weather. And therefore humans and creatures would begin to change accordingly. In your book, Augue had explained it clearly that it is the mental concepts that change, then it manifests in the physical reality. Question, you talked about precious things preserved within humans, and that humans don't understand or know even if they are within them. Can you elaborate? Answer, you will suspect that there is a good reason that they are preserved here. These things are precious and preserved in you for one primary purpose. That is security. The universe can be a lonely and wild place. Most of you believe there is a God watching over you, which is a half-truth. Would you not think there is also a devil watching over you? We don't understand clearly why there are such things, that whenever there is prosperity there seems to come calamity. As things keep on expanding there are things that try to keep things from expansion. They take and take. And the kind of taking is not just taking. They consume it all. It is a rather dark history of the universe that the war has never been won but they had to hide those things in this dimension in your world so that it may never be found. The very essence of what created the all is a secret. Even the wise of the wisest don't understand all the secrets of creation. And there are those who seek to gain control and have it all in their hands. As life emerges in any world, there are those who can see them. They can see the vulnerability and the darkness around them. The darkness is as the unrecognized new life so they then take the opportunity to exploit them and try to pull them towards their reality. 
They then claim to be their creator, and that they are all they are. This pattern has been repeating over and over. So in order to take power or balance the power, we decided to take the instruments of creations and preserve them in your world until the one who is worthy of having them would come and take them. We have encoded the securities with 13 council members where no one in this dimension is more powerful than them to be able to take them out and access these instruments. One of the council is out of this universe. Nothing can overpower him. Question. So if it is dangerous knowledge and such an item of conflict, why would you bring it to my attention? And how would you know that information? Answer, let's just say I was among the ones who hid it. I brought it to your attention because you are among those who hid it. You were there with us. This will bring more motivation for you to keep on doing this work. It should not be a concern to you. As even when someone reads this document, they may even forget about this information the moment they finish reading it. Question. Are these instruments related to the Nine Crowns and the Flower of Life? Answer. You might have recalled that in one of your sessions seeking to know about your past lives, you as a farmer recovered an extraterrestrial remnant, an instrument of power, but because you didn't remember much about your connection with this instrument, and that the hardship of life situation had covered your soul to realize its true implications, you misused it and used it to gain fame and material needs. It was a miniature of what the actual instrument was. What we have discovered is that once, higher beings descend down into these thick density-based realities. They lose their calm. They even turned out to be worse than who they were trying to help. They are trapped in the vortices of time, and they end up in the loops of birth and rebirth forgetting all they were. And hence we know what is happening. We create situations for them. We create a gist of hardship so that they can contemplate on the meaning of life. You see these instruments, though preserved for reasons I won't explain to you, must still be used. The instruments are patterns, which don't require space to be preserved, but they are like what you would call memory. And they are preserved in sequence, on which this sequence a way to preserve them is through using them so that those who understand it will decode these patterns to realize what it is. Where it was taken, these patterns no longer exist, and most of the things about creations remain to be mysteries. And because those who exist on lower realities would not see the bigger picture to realize what this is whole about. You have been introduced to the concept of emblems. One emblem would be so big like the entire universe. Meaning it takes billions of years for its true form to manifest. It consumes a lot amount of time and space to manifest. And this is the way it is with these mechanics. You were the foreigner who came up with the idea of doing this. But we call you back so that you can continue your mission and must retrieve this instrument from where you are right now. Commentary At the time when I was tuning to this being, I was working to finish my book Seeds of Consciousness. I had a glimpse of an idea about these nine crowns, but it was not clear. Then as I proceeded I had already received the instrument of manifestation of the Flower of Life, from Mkinjia. Then there is another instrument of shamanism I received. All these documents are unpublished yet, and I just want to say this is my personal experience. I have wished to share it in the public, and therefore everything should be taken as is. Question, to these titans who exactly are you? And can you perceive me at this current location? Or are you an ambience, a residual of consciousness that I interact with? Answer, I am the Negalu, the primary created, and yes I perceive all and experience all. I can perceive consciousness on the individual levels and collective consciousness, even subconsciousness and the other types that are not familiar to you. There are multitudes of ethnicities within one race, and the variations can intercept other races. This is what many people confuse the mixed races and these other ethnicities within one race. 
A race is a natural inhabitant of certain environmental conditions. You may find an African born in a warm climate, but their skin color never tans, or a tan Caucasian race living in a cold climate without their skin getting any lighter. This is how the environment has formed them. You already have some concepts on how a group of people come into existence. That they come as a collective. If you migrate from one location to another, you would move with all that is necessary for you. You would move with your furniture, utensils, electronics, etc. If you are planning to stay at that location for a long time, you will move with your favorite things. And not only that, it is then that a person forms a certain type of body, a habit, interests, talents, and such. This could explain why people are born with deformities or super talents. It is things that they bring with them in that life. This is the same concept when it comes to the origin of life. That species comes into existence with their ecosystem, they bring what is necessary for them to thrive. Unlike what your scientists have proclaimed that evolution is what brought about the existence of life. Evolution is a potential within a creature. But it is not what has brought life. That a creature may evolve from what is already a fully functioning organism into an adaptation because of many reasons. Question. So are you saying there is no God? Answer. I just said that I am the prime of the titans, God is relative. The concept is clear because if two teams play and each team asks God to win, who do you think would win? God is as great as the strength of the believer. Your knowledge is as strong and powerful as the amount of it you have and can apply it. This is no different from the concept of God. Question, when you say consciousness created us. We are part of the consciousness, what exactly are you implying? Answer. Consciousness is the all. But in ever-expanding all, we can say that there is no beginning and neither is there an end. But in a simple explanation is assumed that you have a rock, by the river. This rock is a piece broken from a larger rock. But as you keep on following this rock's origin you might find that its origins are more of a potential rather than a definite. That it is a collection of many things. And these other many things are also connected to other things. Part of it may be the dead tree, a bone, soil, and the list is endless. But eventually, where do all of these things come from? Was there really an origin, or has it always been a circulation of matter and that of frozen in time? It is just one same thing, that we call the all. That consciousness and the material are also one, the things that we experience. And we are one, we only divide ourselves into segments to expand, but again is this really an expansion? Or has it already existed? If you are part of what is eternal, doesn't that make you eternal? Even if you don't experience it, in one way or another you must be eternal. You must be endless. It happens that once you try to explain and define things, that's when you are partaking from that eternal and making things finite, making them experiential, limiting them to what you have become. It is a process happening in an instance, without you knowing it, because it is happening behind the scope of reality. And it is through this process of becoming an individual. You then create your own reality, your own world where you are a god in that world. And this is when you are ever expanding. As you expand you are also expanding the all. Question. I had initially wanted to make contact with you because I wanted to know about the mudfossil. I wanted to know how they came into existence on this earth and why the meat became crystallized to the point that it seems to us like rocks. Is this really what we assumed it to be? Or is it our own imaginations? Answer. Yes exactly what you are seeing is the last phase of our era. The original ones were way bigger, can you imagine a cell of a titan as a universe? So we also lose our natural in essence and shrink in size. Then the biology of what you see are remnants, you read that in the beginning there was the world, and it became chaos. It is because our universe, our construct was totally annihilated, nothing of us was left. The first people before you were slightly larger than you. 
They were of higher size, reaching up to 20 stories high. But again their world was destroyed then you were reconstructed. Your world will also reach its peak to become extinct so that other types would flourish. Our bodies crystallize because of the atmosphere at that time. If something ceased to exist they crystallize, your blood crystallizes in air. But for us, the entire body would crystallize. You seem to understand the reality more than average people. So you would understand how we navigate this reality. We could appear in this dimension and disappear, and there is interconnectedness, where you can see a silhouette of us or a layout of our bodies. This is because we are in another dimension, yet connected to this world. The pace of actions there is way slower than here. So thousands of years would pass while it has only been a moment in these other dimensions. And that's where we could only bring ourselves up to this dimension and not stay here for long. We left it for you. Question, would you tell me about the place you exist now? And what does it mean time and matter doesn't exist? How else would things exist without time and matter or energy and matter is the way we perceive things that is all we know? Answer. You are anxious and nervous that you will get answers that will disappoint you. Learn to clean your lens of perception so that you can extract information without prejudice. Matter can be explained as that which can be detected by your physical senses. With the inclusiveness of light and temperature. And therefore these interacting elements are based on the principle of five elements. So this is to say that there are other versions of matter hence other universes which exist in the same place but are of either higher undetectable vibrations or lower undetectable vibrations. These are not realities but universes. What I mean is matter could be finer or denser than what your senses can perceive but they still matter. So regardless of how fine they get or dense they get, they are still matter. And this will imply to you that the universe is endless. With so many possibilities. But it doesn't work like that, as there are spectrums or octaves of vibrations which are what you regard as dimensions, there are also octaves of realities. The major difference between a reality and an octave is that you would require an entirely different set of consciousness to navigate different realities. But with the same consciousness you can navigate different octaves. Dream worlds are of higher octaves compared to your physical world, as you exist in this reality. You have seven octaves that are associated with your inner qualities such as the physical, emotional, mental, and so forth. These are still within the same reality. The physical laws though different but they are still of the same variation, when you astral project at night, you are still in the same reality but more refined. But as you ascend higher and higher you will find a plateau. A place where all is one, this is the seventh octave or the top octave, where beyond that you will cross the border to another spectrum which would repeat the same pattern again. And it is through meditation and other eastern mystical practices that people can ascend higher than the five elements. It doesn't mean they have transcended the five elements but they have transcended one octave and move into higher sets of octaves. This seems to be an endless loop but it is cyclical. As you reach the extreme or the last octave you will find out that you were not going a straight line up but a spiral. And then you will spiral back down into this octave again, but as you come down you would have established yourself on other octaves connecting all of these together. So when we speak of the realities we are speaking about something that is entirely different from these octaves. And this requires a totally different method of ascension. This is where even if you venture out the entire collection of octaves you may have an assumption that in the universe that's all there is, as you will not detect anything different. But there it is its existence. And it is this that it is regarded as the spark of God, something that is non-existence but still very powerful when tapped into, as it overrides the all. Even an animal has it. If there is a high voltage of electricity, you can feel it, but this cannot be felt. It is what many would regard as a soul, besides spiritual forces. There is the soul. And the soul is something that is not mechanical. Instead of just working on it, you believe, and faith is the power that is invisible but it creates universes. Without people feeling its presence, 
It is this realm or this place that we have moved to as that is where we came from. Question, there is an interchanging meaning between consciousness, spirit, soul, and mind. Can you differentiate them clearly? Answer, consciousness is the awareness and not a person. A person can be aware of something and not aware of it. And therefore this is also an instrument given to a soul as a means to navigate into one reality. You can have multiple consciousnesses exploring many realities. And therefore consciousness is also a reality. It is a seat of reality. The halos adjacent to our heads were consciousnesses. We ventured into different realities through those halos and if you could see us, you would have seen multiple halos revolving around us. A spirit is a force that a soul has. It is what you regard as willpower, the desire to want. This is also aligned on a person. You can have a person with so low willpower and those with high willpower. But it is undetectable in their physical body. You can't dissect a person to find it, however. Its manifestation will appear on the physical body. The chemical states, muscle tone and such manifest these qualities, as animals of alpha state has a distinct scent that other animals recognize it. And that is why people believe dogs can smell fear. The mind is a tool of consciousness. While a consciousness can be aware of something the mind, preserves these experiences as a clerk of consciousness. And it is the mind that you always battle with when you are exploring new ideas because they violate what your mind has already constructed. A soul is not a personality, but beingness, the undefined you. And it is these instruments that when aligned or arranged into a person, they become a living being. Then a creator is something that has aligned these things. The concept is this simple, but the implication is far incomprehensible because a soul has no beginning or end, but still. A person can be created or initiated. As there are states where you tune you will find they were existing as all there is. And only when you tune into their frequencies or their tone then you find they exist there. And this is what is their points or sources of origin. Their spheres of existence, then they decide to venture out into other realms exploring. And it is through this that you were made from what we experience and what we created. The things that created you are also out of octaves existence. And therefore a person is that alignment on a soul. It is the pattern within a soul that defines a personality. Question. So if I get it clear, you mean to tell me there are different types of ascension, that of octaves and that of realities? Answer. We wouldn't call that of reality an ascension really, but rather an invitation. Beings who can cross through different realities are able to initiate or give your soul a spark of consciousness that you can begin to grow into these other realities. So it is not something that you can work your way to attain it, but it is given to you. Question. So then I understand the concept of an animal or a rock existing in multiple dimensions where in other dimensions they may exist as human beings or more complex beings than human. Would you say these other dimensions are based on different realities? Or are they within the same octave? Answer. Within one octave there is an alignment of different vibrations, but also through those vibrations, there are variations in frequencies. Where the vibration could be in the same octave. But the frequency in that particular vibration is different. We can set an example on which you have different people who work in the same company on different schedules or pace of time. Where some people work only two hours a day. And others work five hours a day, another seven hours a day and another twelve hours a day. These individuals would never meet at work. Simply because their schedule is different, they work in the same building. But even their coffee breaks are also different. So even though they exist in the same workplace, the same building, they never meet because of their frequency. You see they have the same vibration, but it is the pace of work that makes them unable to meet. And this similar principle could be applied to those that you perceive are of lower nature. It is because your frequency is different from them that you can't see their true form. But they are not on different realities, they exist in the same physical reality. But you can't see their true implication. 
and when you reach the plateau, the last octave where all is one, then you realize that these things were of similar nature like you, that there is no much difference between you and those you used to despise.